0: Now, broadcasting from behind enemy lines, deep in the trenches of the Patriot resistance, leading the charge in the battle for liberty, this is the Jason Veely Program.
1: Hello folks, Jason Veely here. You're listening to the Jason Bealy Program, one hour of pure... Unapologetic conservative radio coming at you. The email address, if you want to get in touch with us, the Jason Ville Program at gmail.com, the Jason Veely Program at gmail.com, or call our number and leave a voicemail message. 860 266 2852 is the number. 860 266 2852. So Joe Biden, being the radical leftist that he is, being the Constitution hating. Democrat that he is, uh, today issued um, a, a number of, of executive orders regarding gun control. Um, without paying attention to the Second Amendment, even really recognizing it, without considering the Constitution, um, the rights of the people to self-preservation, and so forth, without recognizing any of that. Without even paying attention to or or acknowledging the fact that we're a country based on individualism and personal freedom, Joe Biden today, backed by, you know, his whole team and his administration and millions of of uh, nut job Democrats across the country, issued executive orders regarding gun control. He called it a uh, he got, he called gun crime. An epidemic. Is it? Is it really? An epidemic? Reading from Breitbart.com, let's get into it. Joe Biden issues executive controls to fight gun crime epidemic in USA. Again, not paying attention to freedom, the Second Amendment, any of that. Constitution, completely irrelevant. Again, left out of the debate by these leftists. They ignore it. And believe me when I tell you, it's intentional. President Joe Biden put forward executive controls on Thursday to fight what he called an epidemic of gun crime across the country. CNN quoted Biden saying, quote, gun violence in this country is an epidemic. He went so far as to describe it as, quote, an international embarrassment Right, right, because the United States is the only country that has gun crime, right? We're the only country that has gun crime. You know, this brings me back to the Obama era, this this pattern of apologizing for America, saying America's an embarrassment. Here we go again. Here we go again. Only this guy's a little bit older and has white skin. (laughs) That's the only difference. The president then put forward executive actions, which included initiatives in four areas that Breitbart News highlighted yesterday. Those were new restrictions on ghost guns, a push for red flag laws, recategorization of AR-15 pistols, and DOJ-led research into gun trafficking. All right, let's back up. First of all, we need to address this ludicrous statement from Joe Biden. I know another one, right? Big surprise. That gun violence in this country is an epidemic. It's actually not. It's actually not. It's far from it. I looked at the charts. Charts put out by the CDC. CDC data. And compared to uh, the, the 80s, and the 90s, um, gun-related murder is down. It's down. It's nowhere near levels that they were at in the uh, 80s and 90s, decades ago. It's down. There's no pandemic, or epidemic, rather. You'd think that, you know, Joe Biden, in using that language, he wanted Americans to be scared and he wanted Americans listening to him to have a vision that gun-related murder is skyrocketing. That's what he wants you to believe. He wants you to believe that it's an epidemic, that it's this national crisis, that it's, a you know, some kind of emergency. It's not. The statistics prove it. There's no spike in gun-related murder. There's not. It's just the facts. So that is a, 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 a straight-up lie for him to say that. All that is, ladies and gentlemen, is fear-mongering. That's all. That's all it is. It's another example of a leftist Democrat trying to scare the American people and coerce them into accepting their agenda. That's all that is. So don't let this language fool you. They'll probably be more... You know, they do this all the time, by the way. This isn't anything new. Who am I kidding? Joe Biden calls it an epidemic. Before him, Barack Obama was talking about, we need to save the children. The children need to be saved now. It's the same old song and dance. They go on with their fear-mongering, telling the American people that if we don't act now with common-sense gun laws, then millions of people are going to die. Our children are going to be shot dead. We have to do something to control this epidemic. It's all BS, folks. It's all BS. And again, the data proves it. So that's number one. Let's get back to this article. As for the red flag laws, Breitbart writes, Biden, Biden said, quote, We know red flag laws can stop mass shooters before they can act out of their violent plans. He then directed the Justice Department to publish model red flag legislation that states can adopt. He did not mention Colorado has had a red flag law since January 1st, 2020, but it did nothing to hinder, much less prevent, the March 22nd, 2021 attack in Boulder, Colorado. So, of course not. Of course not. But Democrats are, they have this, they have this idea that more gun laws equals less crime. And time and time and time again, it's proven not to be true. But they don't care. They just keep moving on. We got to do something, don't you know? Biden also addressed AR pistols with stabilizer braces, saying, quote, we want to treat pistols modified with stabilizing braces with the seriousness they deserve. He suggested having a stabilizing brace on a pistol, uh, quote makes that pistol a hell of a lot more accurate and more lethal. Okay, well, no matter how many laws you put out there banning things like AR pistols or stabilizer braces or what have you, if you're a crazy person, you're going to find a way to get what you want. I mean, laws aren't going to stop this sort of thing, folks. They're they're just not I think that's a matter of common sense. Liberals talk all the time about common sense, don't they? They tell us that what they're doing is common sense. It's actually the exact opposite. It's utter nonsense is what it is. Utter nonsense. Now, particularly regarding the AR pistols, the reason that they're addressing this right now is because allegedly the shooter in Boulder, Colorado used some form of an AR pistol. So now, in in true Democrat fashion, they are having a knee-jerk reaction to this, and saying, okay, we gotta ban it, quick! Without really looking to see if the laws that they're passing, A, violate the Second Amendment, or B, will do anything to curb gun violence or prevent future mass murders, mass shootings. Shouldn't Shouldn't that be the center of debate, folks, by the way? In addition to, is this constitutional? Is this covered by the Second Amendment? We should be asking ourselves, is this going to do anything? Is this going to make people safer? And if you Democrats say it is, prove it. Don't just come out with these knee-jerk reactions. Prove it. Prove it. So that's Joe Biden. The article goes on. But um, he's taking executive action on gun control now. I considered, ladies and gentlemen, when I was doing show prep, actually getting the audio of Joe Biden speaking earlier today, um, talking about gun control. But then I thought to myself, you know, I want to start this show off good. You know, it's Thursday, almost Friday. we got to have some happy vibes here. And if I... If I play audio of Joe Biden right in the beginning of the podcast, it's going to turn a lot of people off. It's going to make my blood boil, to be honest, so I'll avoid that. But here we are. Now, I have a good bit of audio to play for you, on the contrary. Um, Coleen Noir, he is a gun rights activist and attorney. He appeared on Fox News. Uh, earlier today, shortly after Joe Biden announced his uh, executive actions on gun control, this guy is phenomenal. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Um, Cole, it's a cool name, but I'm I have a little trouble pronouncing it. Colion, Colion, that's it. Colion Noir. Um, really cool name when you can actually get it right. Um, this guy is smart as a whip. He really is, and I honestly. I I hate to say it, but I've never heard too much about him. I've never heard him speak. I I just, for whatever reason, didn't know much about him. But just based on this interview that I watched of him on Fox News, he sounds like a very, very intelligent guy. Very well-spoken, very articulate. It's phenomenal. Here's what he had to say. ON uh, on FOX NEWS, LISTEN.
2: Koleon Noir, here to react. Koleon, we hear, We I just went over some of the things they plan on doing today. They're also going to publish some red flag laws. They're going to talk about uh, the DOJ is going to have 60 days to come up with some rules on firearm trafficking. Any of this for you necessary?
0: Um, as a gun owner, no. Um, as a gun rights advocate, yeah. From the standpoint that this is perfect for them in terms of pushing their agenda, especially to a piece of people who are on the far left side of this issue, all these anti-gun groups who literally just want to push their own agenda. So for me, this doesn't do anything to keep me safe or anybody else safe who's a gun owner out here in this country. But they understand that. But as it goes, and I say time and time again, the ultimate goal is to gain control utilizing these measures. not necessarily. L- let to me keep stop.
1: People- I agree with that. I agree with that. This is less about making people safe, and more about control. It's more about giving the government more and more authority over businesses and individuals. That's what it's about. If they really cared about the American people, those on the left, Joe Biden and his ilk, then they wouldn't be, for example, flooding Texas and Florida communities with illegal aliens. They wouldn't be giving in in uh, in new york in the case of andrew cuomo giving billions of dollars to convicted felons they really cared about the american people no he's absolutely right here this is about control folks this is about the the government asserting its dominance over the second amendment and the constitution that's what it's about Keep listening.
0: People safe because these measures don't do anything to keep anybody safe.
1: The way you attack a problem,
2: I always thought, was look what the problem is, examine if there's any consistencies and see if there's something you could do legislatively. So, for example, look at the last 10 shootings. Look at the last two shootings. Is there any consistency Mm -hmm. there? As a gun owner, you could see, hey, let's work together to solve this so the lunatics don't get guns. What do you see? What do you think? Why didn't they do this?
0: Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did do this and study this and then came to a conclusion and realized this doesn't fit our agenda. Because anybody who sees these shootings can immediately, can immediately testify to the fact that the vast majority of these mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. And then a vast majority right. of these shooters got their guns got their guns legally. That's right. So what piece of legislation or law are you going to create to stop these types of things except – To put the people, the good people with firearms in a position to better and easily protect themselves when stuff like this does happen, like getting rid of gun-free zones. But they never entertain that thought. Everything they do with respect to the gun control issue is based around how do you further restrict the right, making it harder for good people. It's always a punishment for the good people. Never anything that's actually designed to empower the good people to fight against bad people.
1: That's right. Because they hate firearms and they don't believe you should have... That God had given the right to own one. That's what's going on. That's the the absolute truth. That's what they believe. They believe in disarming the American people. Now, of course, they can't come right out and, and, and do that with like a the stroke of a pen. Joe Biden can't just in a single executive order say, "Okay, all guns are banned." No, they have to. They have to do this slowly and progressively. That's why they're called progressives. But that's what they're doing. Trust me, that's what they're doing. They're trying to subvert the Second Amendment and the Constitution because they think the government should be calling the shots. They think that the government should have that sort of control. These these gun laws that they always throw out there, Colon Noir is absolutely right. They never, never entertain the idea of giving people the right to defend themselves against crime that, I'm sorry to say, is always going to be in this country. It's always going to exist. You cannot eradicate it. Evil will always exist. And so the people need to be armed. The people need to be able to defend themselves. The founders of our country understood that. Colleone Noir thankfully understands that, as do many other gun rights activists, many other conservatives. For some reason, the liberals do not, because their skulls are so damn thick. They don't get it, or they don't want to get it, or they get it and they just don't give a damn. Either way, look at what's happening. Look at what's happening. Good law-abiding Americans are being put at a disadvantage. It is. These these restrictions are punishments on law-abiding citizens. That's what they are. And let me tell you something else. Let Let me tell you what's really, really concerning to me. We know that gun crime... First of all, let me start from this premise. Us conservatives are realists, right? We deal in reality. We look at the world... As it is. We look at our society as it is. We recognize that our society is not perfect. No society is perfect. That's impossible. Right? So we know that gun crime will never stop. It will never end. Liberals don't like hearing that. Um, I don't like saying it. I'd love to live in a country without senseless gun crime um but you need to look at reality here it's not going to stop no matter how many laws you pass it's not going to stop if laws would actually to to say that laws will or legislation will end gun violence is to say that laws prohibiting hard drugs like meth or Coke, or what have you, will make this country drug-free. It's the same thing. Both statements are ridiculous. Both statements are ridiculous. But the liberals believe that they can legislate their way to a gun-violence-free America. That's what they believe. And what's going to happen, and this is, again, what really concerns me, is... When that doesn't happen, that is to say when they enact gun control measures and they don't see the results that they wanted to see. When they witness, again, in the face of their gun control laws, when they witness mass shootings still happening, violent gun crime still happening, senseless murders in in cities like Chicago and New York, In L.A., they're going to say, we didn't go far enough. They're going to say, we just didn't do enough. And their response, again, is going to be, we need to have more gun control, and they're going to pass more legislation. And then, in response to that, mass shootings are going to continue, because you can't get rid of them. Gun violence is going to continue, because you can't get rid of it. And again the response is going to be we didn't do enough and it's just going to be this ongoing cycle. And all the while all the while the second amendment is being infringed, isn't it? The second amendment, the constitution is being eroded. I I worry that this is a very slippery slope. I'm that that's what concerns me the most, is that they will just keep this up. they'll, They'll never end. They won't stop because they will never get the desired outcome that they say that they want, which is to stop gun violence. Or maybe they will, if you look at it in a different light. If their true motivation is government power, government control, then yeah, maybe they will one day obtain that. God forbid that day ever comes. But let me ask you a question, you liberals out there. Regarding the Second Amendment, because I feel like we don't talk enough about that, especially when we have these ongoing debates about uh, gun control, when Joe Biden goes out there announcing executive orders. I feel like we don't take into account the Second Amendment nearly enough. So let me ask you on the left this question before I go to a commercial break. At what point are you officially violating the Second Amendment? At what point? What has to happen in order for you to say, yeah, we've crossed the line. Yes, we've given the government too much power. Yes, we are in violation of the Second Amendment. You might say, well, that's for the Supreme Court to decide. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking you, since you're the ones that are advocating for this, supporting this, I think you need to be barred by the Second Amendment. So tell me, at what point will you have crossed the line? At what point? The burden is on you. You on the left to tell us how and why your proposals are in compliance with the Second Amendment. The burden's not on us to keep defending the Second Amendment, defending it, defending it. The burden is on you to to justify your actions. So what say you liberals, if if you're uh, listening to this right now, please call me. Give me a call. Leave me a voicemail, 860 266-2852, let me know what you got. Answer the question. I don't think you can. I'll be right back.
0: This is the Jason Veley Program.
1: Conservatives, how many times have you been called a racist by someone on the left? What about sexist, bigoted, homophobic, xenophobic, right-wing, radical extremist? These are all buzzwords that liberals use as a means of labeling conservatives as something that they're not. And let me tell you something, I, like most of you, am getting pretty damn sick of it. That's why I started my own conservative comedy series, Living with a Liberal. Hosted on the popular video-sharing app TikTok, Living with a Liberal features two fictional characters, played by yours truly, whose political differences could not be more obvious. It's a comedic take on the modern-day Liberal Democrat, because if they can brand us as racists and bigots, we can brand them as triggered, oversensitive snowflakes. Check out Living with a Liberal today on TikTok. Just search Jason Veely, and you'll be taken right to my homepage. I have over 100 episodes on there, so you won't be short on content anytime soon. Enjoy. Are you a pissed off liberal that wants to give me a piece of your mind? Or maybe you're a conservative that simply has a question or comment. Either way, you should know that there's a few different ways you can reach me. Feel free to send me an email at Program at gmail.com. Or if you prefer, you can also call the show number and leave me a voicemail. 860-266-2852. Be sure to provide your name and where you're writing or calling from. Thanks a lot. I look forward to hearing from you. You know, the irony in all this, folks, is that the same liberals who want to enact all these gun control laws, again, Joe Biden and his, and his uh, team of lefties, they don't know... A damn thing about firearms or the Second Amendment. These people who are seeking to control us, seeking to, um, seeking to control what we can and can't own, um, you know, magazine size limits and and so on and so forth. Seeking to, um, basically subvert the Second Amendment. These same people don't understand a thing about firearms or the Second Amendment. They think that the Second Amendment has to do with hunting. They think it has to do with sport shooting. You'll notice that the liberals, on the rare occasion that they do address the Second Amendment, they they never quite grasp what it's really about, do they? Do they? When's the last time you heard a liberal talk about how the Second Amendment was originally uh, included in the Constitution? so that the people could have a way to prevent against the rise of tyranny in their country. When have you heard a liberal say that? Have you ever? I haven't. Because they don't get it. They don't understand it. They just don't. They often direct legislation at guns because they look scary. Or because they're, you know, weapons of war, talking about like the AR-15, for example. I mean, it's, it's this sort of nonsense, this sort of ignorance that we're allowing to govern us right now. Give you another example. Joe Biden earlier today said that, uh, well, actually, I'll just play the clip for you. Take a listen earlier today
2: most people don't know it. you walk into a store and you buy a gun you have a background check but you go to a gun show you can buy
1: whatever you want and no background check that is a complete and utter lie that is a complete and utter lie you go into a a gun show you could just walk out with any gun you don't need a background check it's not true if you're a licensed arm dealer you are required To perform a background check. It's absolutely true. What he said is a blatant lie. And this is the kind of fear-mongering that I'm talking about. He wants everyone to be terrified. He wants everyone to go, wow, how do we get to this point in our country where, you know, it's just like the Wild West. Everyone can just get a gun and shoot each other up and that's what he wants you to believe. They paint this false reality. Specifically regarding gun shows. Joe Biden wants you to believe that you can walk into a gun show and immediately walk out with any gun that you see in, in the facility. It's not the case. It's not how it works. This is what I mean when I say that these people have no clue what they're talking about. No clue what they're talking about. Now this... Uh, this line that Joe Biden said earlier today about background checks, well, you, you don't need background checks at gun shows. This actually caught the attention of a reporter who, uh, who uh, asked Press Secretary Jen Psaki about it uh, after Joe Biden, uh, after his speech today. And Psaki really had, um, had no answer for him. Had no answer. Listen to this. It's actually kind of comedic. All right. Then following up, the the president said a moment ago, quote, you go to a gun show. You can buy whatever you want. No background check. Is there a special exemption in federal law that he was referring to or just do FLA dealers not have to do background checks when they're at a gun show? Are, are you asking me if he was referring... No, it's okay. Were you asking me if he was referring to, like, a specific circumstance? or I'm sorry, just tell me a little bit more about your question. Yeah. I mean, is it the president's belief that you do not have to undergo a background check when you are at a gun show? Okay, now stop. Again, <laughs> very simple question, right? We're, we're going to point this out every time. Every single time we play an audio clip of a liberal who was asked a very, very simple question. Nine times out of ten, it's this idiot Jen Psaki. She gets these straightforward questions and doesn't answer. And doesn't answer. The question was, before we get back to the audio, remember this, just so you can pay attention to how she skirts around. The question was, does Joe Biden believe that you don't need, that that background checks are not conducted at gun shows? That was the question. It's a yes or no, right? Right. It's a yes or no answer. Your question, rather. Here's how Saki responds. No, it's not his belief. He believes that gun, that background checks should be universal. Right. He said they should be universal. Well, of course he believes that. What are you talking about? Of course he believes it. He said it earlier today. He said it. <laughs> I, I mean, are, are we hearing the same thing? Did she not hear what Joe Biden said when he goes, "Well, you can walk into a gun show and you don't need." You know, there's no background checks. Of course he believes that. So really, maybe we shouldn't say that she's spinning. Maybe we should say that she's just lying. She's just straight up lying. She says, Joe Biden doesn't believe that. Well, he clearly does because he said it.
2: No background check.
1: Well, we know what his position is, right? So let me reiterate that, which is that uh, gut background checks are something that should be universal. They're supported by more than 80% of the public. He's supported legislation, advocated for that, um, and uh, advocated against loopholes as well. So that's his position, and I appreciate you asking for the clarification. Yep, there we we go. There we go. So, of course, Joe Biden, yes, he, he doesn't know a damn thing about gun shows. And yet he's signing executive orders that have to do with gun shows. <laughs> I mean, the, these people, folks, they have a collective IQ of 12. And yet we're letting them tell us what gun laws we should have. If that's not stupid, I don't know what is. I mean, the, we, we should be outraged that these idiots, Jen Psaki and Joe Biden and the rest of them, are, are actually trying to lecture us and assert themselves as some kind of authority figure over firearms in this country. They're dumb as a sack of bricks, folks. Anyway, let's move on to this, because this is interesting, and I think it's worth, uh, worth mentioning. Biden has nominated someone to head the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. That is the ATF. His name is uh, David Chipman. And of course, like most other uh, Biden nominees, the guy is a radical nut job. Newsmax did a piece on him uh, published earlier today. And I think it's worth going over because you have to understand the history of these people. A lot of these people, you know, are, are individuals that um, many of us, I'm sure many of you listening, myself included, have never heard of before. They're just names. But when you dig into their past, when you look at what they stand for, you get a good sense of just how radical Joe Biden's cabinet is. Just how radical the people that he's surrounding himself with are. Newsmax, even before he was officially named on Thursday afternoon as President Joe Biden's nominee to lead the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, David Chipman was taking incoming over past statements on gun restrictions and 1993's Waco debacle. Mm -hmm. Now listen, Chipman, a former ATF special agent whose nomination was confirmed as Biden promoted a series of newly signed gun control executive orders, was under fire for controversial comments made to bolster his calls for tighter gun restrictions, according to the Daily Caller. Chipman falsely accused the Branch Davidians, holed up in a Waco compound in 1993, of downing a pair of government helicopters, and has also called for a ban on the manufacture and sale of so-called assault rifles. So that that call for, you know, a ban on assault rifles, that's nothing new. We hear that all the time from the left, but it's no less radical, right? This guy is leading the ATF? Now, with regards to this Waco incident, this guy is a bull-faced liar, folks. In one Reddit post, Chipman wrote, quote, At Waco... Now, this is the lie. At Waco, cult members used two caliber barrettes uh, to shoot down two Texas Air National Guard helicopters. Point, it is point. It is true. We are fortunate that they are not used in crime more often. The victims of drug lords in Mexico are not so lucky. America plays a role in fueling the violence south of the border. A House report on Waco viewed by the Daily Caller stated that although Branch Davidian members shot at three government helicopters and damaged them, none were shot down and no federal agents were injured. So that was a lie. That was a complete lie. The Daily Caller also unearthed a Chipman remark in which he supported a ban on the, quote, future production and sale of assault rifles. Chipman said, quote, listen to this, it has been estimated that there are around 15 million assault rifles currently in circulation. Now, let me stop. Who cares? Who cares? Make it 20 million. Make it 25 million. Unless you can draw a connection between lowering the number of assault rifles currently in circulation and less crime, less gun-related crime, your point here is moot. You have no point. I believe we should ban the future production and sale to civilians. And a fu- Now listen to how he talks. So we should ban the fu- future sale and production like he's some kind of dictator. And now this guy is likely going to be leading the ATF. Lying about Waco. Fear-mongering, saying that the uh, 50 cals shot down... Helicopters, that wasn't true. But obviously he was saying that to make people terrified of firearms. Lying or uh, telling people that he supports a ban on assault rifles, even though they're really not assault rifles in many cases. Um, This guy's a, a radical and a liar, folks. That's what he is. He's a radical and he's a liar. And it really is amazing that our government is being stacked with people who are specifically targeting the Constitution and American values, isn't it? It doesn't just stop at this Chipman character. We've talked about all of them, or many of them anyway. Rachel Levine, uh, Vanita Gupta, uh, Well, who was the other one, Javier Becerra, I think that was his name. Um, We've talked about a, a good amount of these people, and they're all extremely radical when you look at what they've stood for in the past, what they what they've said and in many cases what they still stand for today. Now, just to kind of put a bow on our discussion on the second amendment. Let me make this, let me let me be abundantly clear here for my liberal friends out there who might be a little confused as to why there's so much backlash There's so much outrage over what Joe Biden said today regarding these new executive orders. Let me try to make it very clear. You know, I argue that the Second Amendment is the most important right outlined in the Constitution. You know, a close second, of of course, is the freedom of speech, freedom of religion. But without the Second Amendment, I I mean, the, the Second Amendment is the last line of defense, If all else goes to hell, if the the government becomes tyrannical, at least we have a right to take up arms as outlined in in the Second Amendment. It's a last line of defense, and that's why I think it's the most important. We understand, us conservatives, us pro-gun Americans, that it is a last line of defense. We understand how important the Second Amendment is to preserving freedom in this country. And we also understand history. We understand that tens of millions of people around the world have died after being disarmed by the government. You look at Nazi Germany in the 30s and 40s. You look at Red China in the 50s and 60s. You look at the Soviet Union, Cambodia in the mid 70s, Uganda. I mean, just tens of millions of people murdered in cold blood by radical government regimes after gun rights were taken away, after they were disarmed. If you're going to sit there and tell me that this can't happen here, I would encourage you to read a little bit more history. Because the fact of the matter is, the people living in Nazi Germany, or the people living in Red China who were disarmed, or Soviet Union, I guarantee you, they probably thought that it would never happen there either. And it did. Don't go anywhere, folks. I'll be right back. Conservatives. How many times have you been called a racist by someone on the left? What about sexist, bigoted, homophobic, xenophobic, right-wing, radical extremist? These are all buzzwords that liberals use as a means of labeling conservatives as something that they're not. And let me tell you something. I, like most of you, am getting pretty damn sick of it. That's why I started my own conservative comedy series, Living with a Liberal. Hosted on the popular video-sharing app TikTok, Living with a Liberal features two fictional characters, played by yours truly, whose political differences could not be more obvious. It's a comedic take on the modern-day Liberal Democrat, because if they can brand us as racists and bigots, we can brand them as triggered, oversensitive snowflakes. Check out Living with a Liberal today on TikTok. Just search Jason Veely and you'll be taken right to my homepage. I have over a hundred episodes on there, so you won't be short on content anytime soon. Enjoy. Are you a pissed off liberal that wants to give me a piece of your mind? Or maybe you're a conservative that simply has a question or comment. Either way, you should know that there's a few different ways you can reach me. Feel free to send me an email at program at gmail.com. Or if you prefer, you can also call the show number and leave me a voicemail. 860-266-2852. Be sure to provide your name and where you're writing or calling from. Thanks a lot. I look forward to hearing from you. And Crystal. Hey Mike, have you heard of the Jimmy Z show? Yeah, Crystal, the Jimmy Z show is awesome. Which
2: topic do you like most?
1: I like them all. They are all lots of fun. Do you have a favorite?
2: I just like Jimmy Z. His voice is so hot.
1: Okay, but what about his politics?
2: What politics?
1: The politics he talks about on the Jimmy Z show.
2: I never noticed any politics. All I hear is the velvety, smooth, dull sit tone of Jimmy Z's sizzling, sexy, scintillating voice
0: holy mackerel the jimmy z show the jimmy z show is available on facebook twitter spotify and itunes
2: i'm donald j trump and i approve this message
1: All right, folks, welcome back to the show. Last segment of the week here on the Jason Ville program. I got an audio clip to play for you from about seven months ago. Do you really feel safer under Donald Trump? Well, let's let's, uh, stop that clip. We'll get to that in one minute. Clip from uh, about seven months ago, Joe Biden on the campaign trail. Blasting Donald Trump over covid deaths essentially saying that he's to blame for everyone who has died while he's was president due to covid 19 right and this is we, we've gotten this argument not just from joe biden but from many on the left in the media certain columnists and quote-unquote journalists um it, it was it was the go-to line For most of 2020, Donald Trump is to blame for this. All these deaths under Donald Trump's watch. Listen, here's Biden about seven months ago on the campaign trail. Do
2: you really feel safer under Donald Trump? COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years.
1: Look, here's the lives. (laughs) It's just, when you think about it. When when you think about it, can this guy form a single coherent sentence can he I'm starting to think that the answer is no he cannot what the hell is he talking about I I I really don't know do you know maybe you can give me a call and leave a voicemail and let me know because I'm a little I'm a little confused here whenever I listen to Joe Biden folks I feel like my IQ drops like 40 points let's start that clip over he does eventually get to his point but uh you know it's 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 after this just embarrassing stuttering and and nonsensical comments and remarks. I mean talk about talk about an embarrassment. Honestly, this man's our president? More Do you really feel safer under Donald Trump?
2: COVID has taken this year just since the outbreak has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives, it's just, it's, when you think about it, more lives this oh, year God. than any other year for the past 100 years. More than 180,000 lives in just six months. An average of 1,000 people dying every day in the month of August. Do you really feel safer under Donald Trump? Mr. Trump, you want to talk about fear? Do you know what people are afraid of in America? They're afraid they're going to get COVID. They're afraid they're going to get sick and die. And that is in no small part it's because of you.
1: Well, thank you very much, Joe Biden, for uh, telling us what the American people think. Speaking on our behalf, we really appreciate that one. It's because of Donald Trump. Remember this line? Honestly, it's thrown around constantly. Because of you, Donald Trump, this many people... Have died. All right, Jason, get to the point. Breitbart article. Over 161,000 people in the United States have died from the coronavirus in Biden's first 11 weeks in office. Over 161,000. Now, where are the liberals? Where's the outrage? Well, Joe Biden's just doing the best he can, don't you know? He's doing everything he can. No, he's cleaning up Donald Trump's mess. Isn't that the line we always get? We inherited a mess. We're just trying to do our best. An estimated 161,345 people in the U.S. have died due to complications from the coronavirus during Biden's first 11 weeks in the White House, according to statistics provided by Johns Hopkins University. When Biden first took office, the nationwide coronavirus death toll was 30, uh, 397,611. Just one month later, that number climbed to the cusp of 500,000, as the total number of COVID-related deaths in the U.S. reached 497,374 by February 20. By March 20th, that number surpassed 500,000 bringing the nationwide death toll to 542,379 COVID-related deaths. So Joe Biden, under his watch, ladies and gentlemen, over 161,000 people have died as a result of the coronavirus. 161,000 people. I thought they were supposed to be for the people. I thought Joe Biden was going to make everything better. He talked about, you know, Americans being afraid under Donald Trump. Should we be afraid under you, Joe Biden, because 161,000 of us have died under your watch? I'm just trying to be uh, consistent here with the logic. Now, full disclaimer I'm not an idiot. And I'm not going to sit here and blame Joe Biden for these 161,000 deaths. The liberals did that to Trump. I'm not going to do it to Biden because I don't believe it's it's their fault. I don't believe it's their fault. Um, this is a, a, a horrible virus. I, I think in many cases it's been exaggerated. But it has killed um, tens of thousands of people in this country. I mean, that's a fact. And I don't think it's right to assign blame to anyone for that. I don't. So I'm not going to sit here and blame Joe Biden. But what I will do is point out the hypocrisy of the left. They should be philosophically consistent here, shouldn't they? That is to say, if Donald Trump was responsible for all of those deaths that occurred under, under his watch when he was president, Shouldn't Joe Biden be responsible for the 161,000 people who have died in the last uh, 11 weeks? Shouldn't he? Joe Biden himself blamed Donald Trump for these COVID-related deaths. So now, shouldn't Joe Biden be blaming himself (laughs) for for all these deaths? I mean, it's just, but you'll notice that they won't do that. The media won't attack Joe Biden on, on this. Because they're leftists. They're left-wing activists. They're not journalists. They're they're not interested in, in reporting the news. They're activists. That's what they are. They're in the Democrat Party's back pocket. They're an appendage of the Democrat Party. They're a joke. All right, folks, that's it for this week. I'll be back on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. God bless, and God save this great nation.